0: Thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Cigar Guys featuring the cigar prop himself. I brought my sunglasses to compete, but I'm not going to take all the spotlight here. Thanks for being here, Kevin.
1: Oh, thanks for having me. It's a fantastic evening.
0: Absolutely. So we are here in the Corona Sarasota Lounge, also known as the El Septimo Lounge. And I also have across from from me, Jared
2: and Zachary Nikolai. What's going on guys? Were you guys smoking? Were you drinking? I'm happy to be here. So this is actually my second time here. <laughs> <laughs> you a little yeah, nervous, man? A little bit. You know, we got we're in a new environment. I'm I'm used to I'm used to our studio. But um but yeah, so this is my second time here. Congratulations. I'm, I'm, I'm curious to think to hear what you guys think of the place.
0: Yeah, so um making sure that Jared is uh agile and ready today with his uh, sticky fingers. Are you ready, Jared? Always. Okay, cool. So uh, this is my first time here. I think it's a very nice lounge. It looks kind of like the Tampa lounge when it comes to like the design of the whole lounge and stuff like that. We're upstairs right now. They have a little VIP section that Corona has so graciously donated their time to us. So we've got some nice high tops up here. We're sitting in some lounge chairs. These are actually the same lounge chairs as uh, Heathrow. I just realized that. Yeah, like my Corona. And you were saying, Tell, tell us about these stairs because I actually wasn't listening. So oh,
1: so so the the, the tread on the, all the stairs are actually made from the tobacco staves from the FSG farm out in Claremont.
0: Very nice. So I mean, he, he saved some money on the stairs.
1: No, he did not. Uh, he <laughs> it was even, more expensive. He, yeah, took twice as expensive. Really? You know, as, as a regular set of stairs would have been.
0: So what are you uh, what are you smoking?
1: Uh, I am smoking an FSG. This is actually one Jeff gave to me. This is from like one of the first batches of FSGs he ever did. Oh, wow. So I don't even know how old how old this cigar is.
0: Yeah, I'll tell you what though, um I had an FSG like the first year or two after they were out. And then we had one more recently, and FSG has definitely gotten better. As ter- in terms of taste and quality, for me at least.
1: Yeah, you know they're they're still trying, you know, still figuring out the fermentation process mm. and everything else. And it's got such a unique flavor. It's hit and miss in the cigar industry. Like it seems like half the people love it, half the people hate it. Mm-hmm. Like it's just one of you know. I call it you know it's got a gritty flavor. Mm-hmm. It's just got a dirty, gritty flavor to it, and it's just you either like it or you don't. You know, it's yeah. a unique cigar.
0: And I think too, I mean, he's competing with you know. Nicaraguan farms, Dominican farms that have been in it for, you know, hundred plus years. And this FSG tobacco, Florida sun-grown tobacco is all very, very new in the grand scheme of things. In
1: the great yeah. And, you know, the first farm here in Florida in a um, in hundred years, you know, 75 years, you know, Florida used to be huge with farms tons of tobacco farms. And uh, yeah, not anymore. Jeff is the only, sadly, he's the only one, you know, because recently he just lost an entire crop due to right. hail the night before they were going to pick it. And uh, since he's the only farm in Florida, he can't get insurance on the farm. So he lost that entire, mm. that entire crop. Yeah, you know, that's. Because he can't have insurance.
2: That's that's crazy. I didn't even know. I, I didn't hear about that, to be honest. Did you didn't hear about that? No, not the hill. I'm sure, sure I probably heard about it, but it was know, like a my month memory, or two ago? I forget.
1: Yeah, a couple, couple months. Yeah, yeah, something like that. We yeah, the night before the, uh, everybody was showing up to uh, to pick the tobacco,
2: oh, the hill wiped
1: out the entire crop.
2: That's, yeah, that's sad. I mean,. FSG is definitely, you know, I used to not like it. I like it now. But I also think it's a stigma that was implanted in us. We, get, we got so used to smoking, uh, you know, cigars from the DR from Nicaragua, you know. And then here comes in FSG and it's like, oh, we're not going to smoke that, you know. And people just implant in your head. It's going to be bad because it's not from the major farms. It's mm-hmm. not from, you know, everything that we're used to. Yeah. Um, but I think that's kind of more of where the hate probably would come from you know that side where it's just like oh it's terrible you know I, I really don't think they think it's terrible i just think it's a mental thing that's messing with them
0: well i think too based on my experience when i've been to lounges outside of florida they actually really like fsg and they think it's really cool like whenever i talk about oh we're from corona they're like oh so you know you know jeff and like fsg and all that i'm like yeah yeah they're like oh yeah we carry their cigars like we love them so yeah I think
1: and, and now you can only get it at corona it's not. It's. It's now. I heard a, about that. Because, since yeah. they came out with the twenty acre farm, which does utilize some FSG tobacco in the cigar, that's nationwide, and they brought FSG back in house, so you can only get it at a Corona cigar location or you know Corona cigar. I did hear
0: something about that. Do you know why they did that?
1: Um, probably not to compete. You know, because you got the twenty acre farm. You know, made by Drew Estate for okay. Corona cigar using FSG. You know, so, some of you, you know, you got retailers. You know, like which one am I going to carry? You know, you don't want to have them make that decision yeah you know so just make the decision for them you know 20 acre farm crushing it you know so they brought the fsg in-house
0: i mean you can still order them so, online I'm yeah sure you I
1: can still that. get them a, a coronacigar.com use a uh, code cd uh 10 i think cigar prop 10 something like that hey we get don't have 10. a code yet so <laughs> i mean
0: you can use that one <laughs> yeah,
1: thank you, thank you that. Uh, yeah so uh but yes yeah, so you can get them up uh, get them online still and a great and my favorite is the bellicoso i try it you know tell everybody, try all of them you know you yeah. got the, the the standard round parejo you got the uh, the trunk press which is a soft box press and you got the bellicosa all three of them taste completely different and then you've got other uh, cigars that utilize fsg in the tobacco like like i've got here the army of angels mm-hmm. you know that was created by angel benitez the general manager of corona um, and that's rolled by agonorsa it's got fsg in it so there's Quite a few cigars out there. Yeah. Not not a whole lot. Cause he only has a ten acre farm. Well,
0: even a Davidoff FSG.
1: Yeah, Davidoff FSG is a good one. And yeah. Steve Saka will be uh, launching uh, his FSG um, uh, cigars uh, soon. I'll be interested to see what that cigar tastes like because it's the part of the the, the plant, and I think it's the top. Um, is, is it the media medio tempo? I, I think, but it, it's the um, nobody ever wanted it because nobody could figure out okay. how to work with it because it's such a strong. Um, taste. Of course like Steve's Je- gonna do it. Yeah, they, they threw it they just threw it away. Like Jeff, I mean nobody's ever used yeah. it. They just throw that part of the plant away. And uh I think Steve, you know, took that challenge and like, you know what? Yeah. Let me see what I can do with he, it.
0: he's definitely the one to take a challenge like that. Yeah. He, he's always innovating with his blending and stuff like that. I mean, even like the shape of the unicorn for example. I mean he, he talks about how hard it was to
1: yeah. roll those
0: cigars. And you know
1: where he got that shape from from the Jetsons, Spacely Sprockets, the guy oh, that always really? smoked, that, that, was, that was the size that uh, Mr. Spacely smoked. So that was the uh, uh, Steve's inspiration for uh, the size of the unicorn nice. <laughs> or the shape of
2: it. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty funny. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. We used to get, we got the unicorn for uh, each one of our birthdays. Yeah, we kept buying it for, <laughs> you know, my cousin bought it for his birthday. And then we're like, oh, let's buy for Alex's birthday. Let's buy for Mark's birthday, you know, for Jared's, everyone.
1: What, what'd you what'd you uh, think of it you know it's a hundred dollar cigar
2: it's it's an it's a it's a hundred dollar cigar um it's hard for me to if i'm buying it if for, it's for yourself. hard for yeah it's hard for me to spend a hundred dollars on any cigar uh so would i buy it for a hundred dollars personally probably not but it was a great stick um 50 i think 50 to 60 i'd say it was probably a good,
1: good price, price point for it. Really? we well, well, see, I, mean, I think she's, it cost him, I think, $37 to make it. Okay. okay. So that's what his, you know, when he set out to make that cigar, he wanted to figure out how expensive could you make a cigar realistically. Yeah. And, you yeah. know, there are $50, 60 $70 cigars out there that you know they're not costing very much. Yeah, it's costing what, it's $5, 10 bucks So, to, so he, he set out to, to do all of these steps and then figure out how expensive can I physically produce it. So I think he's right around $37. By the time you keystone it in the stores, you know, that's what the retailers have to sell it at. Yeah. So at $100.
2: No, of course, yeah. I know the. we had one issue with – actually, it was with uh, my cousin Nick. So it was the very first the one. The first one that we tried, uh, uh, Nick had a problem uh, with just the draw on it. It was a very tough draw. Wasn't smoking correctly. Uh, kept going out. Kept having to relight it. And uh, so that kind of turned us off of it for a little while until – you know, I think Nick's birthday was June and then my birthday is November. So that was, you know, I was the next one in line. Uh, and then they got it for me and mine smoked great. Uh,
1: Steve, Steve so says, just send him a message. He'll replace it. Yeah. If, if you get a bad one. Yeah. And, and Corona
2: is pretty good with that too. You know, like, they'll offer, if you get a bad stick, you know, they'll yeah. usually just offer to replace it. Well, we didn't even want to bother for a hundred dollars cigar. <laughs> I'm, uh,
1: bothering. I'm <laughs> bothering everybody.
2: Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah so yeah.
3: like you paid a hundred dollars for a cigar, you didn't ask. I
2: don't know so actually.
0: I don't know if Nick asked or not if he got a second one or. We brought it up. Um, so actually, Matt Vanetten, who you all know, was the manager at that time, and we talked to him, and I think he was just like trying to not have to replace it because he was like he was basically like, "Oh,
2: keep trying, like it'll open up," and yeah, then it he never did. did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, yeah he's big on in a cigar. He's like, cigar. "Don't worry, it'll open up. It'll yeah. open up eventually."
1: Well, on that cigar, because of the taper, I could understand, you know. If you're five minutes in, ten minutes, yeah. give it thirty minutes. You know because of that. You know if it doesn't open up, yeah,
0: right. Because I mean, I think every time after that, we probably had it like we probably had five after that, and they were all perfect as far as the draw is, and I mean the burn was good and everything like that. So I think it was just the one out of the twenty yeah. that you. Then I mean, he's got you know? the
1: chubby unicorn and the horn of a dead unicorn. So he's, he's got, got he's yeah. got a bunch of them.
0: Plenty of them. I'm smoking uh, the La Aurora horse to age or something like that
1: i, I don't know how to say it either uh, that, that's <laughs> basically yeah, what, it, what you nailed it I don't, think, <laughs> I don't think you did yeah i probably
0: didn't but uh turns out this is a 26 dollars cigar i didn't look at the price tag before i picked it up but it is really good so uh, i'm enjoying it so far uh you're smoking uh what padrone yeah
2: padrone box press you know classic mm. i haven't had one of these i i was smoking these for a long time when i first started smoking probably about a year in and then um I kind of just strayed away from them. I saw it today, and I'm like, you know what? Is that the Presidente? Yeah, Presidente Maduro. Um, you,
1: you think you think less or fewer and fewer newer cigar smokers are gravitating towards Padrones? Because Padrones is an old brand. You know, they don't advertise. You don't see them on social media. I don't see a lot of people smoking Padrones anymore.
2: So, uh, we see a decent amount at oh, a Heathrow okay. uh, smoking Padrones, but it's more. Um, We'll see young guys smoke it, but it's more experienced young guys. Uh, You know, the new younger guys come just coming into cigar maybe a year or two in uh, into the cigar industry. They're straying away from it. Uh, I think it's, you know, kind of a bold cigar for a new smoker, um, except for Alex, uh, Patron's with Alex's first stick. But um, uh, we're trying to push it. We love Patron's. Jared padrones, yeah. Jared yeah. would smoke a Padron. When we first met him, that's all he would smoke. were padrones.
1: Yeah, I, I don't. They're a little too strong for me. You know, it's uh, um. I don't. I don't really smoke Padrons too much. No, you know, they got a good good flavor. And everything else, just usually that nicotine is just a little bit higher. You know, someone's always giving me like a Padron sixty four, whatever yeah. anniversary and whatever those are. It's like those are your ass kicker of cigars. I
0: think. Oh. I think too. Um, what's happening now is if. Younger people, let's say, are going into a cigar lounge and they ask, like, for recommendations and stuff. I feel like Padrone is not the first thing that would come to mind to an employee, like, to recommend to a new guy. Number one, maybe because, like, the marketing, there's no marketing there, so it's yeah. not fresh in your head. Yeah. It's, obviously, everyone's going to say it's the best cigar, period. But, like, when someone says, oh, what's new, what should I try? They're probably thinking of something that has been marketed to them recently or something that's new that's come out. Yeah. Like a collaboration of some sorts or like the new, uh, Aurora 120th anniversary. They might recommend that. Um, but I feel like padrones, I mean, obviously like experienced smokers, they always smoke it. You know, people that don't mind spending 20 plus on a stick
2: every day, they'll smoke it. Zach will smoke it. (laughs) But I mean, well, to be quite honest, I mean, I haven't smoked a padrone in a little while. Mm -hmm. Um, I was just kind of gravitating towards that. I walk middle aisle, and then I'm like, "Oh, you know what? Let me grab one." But, um, but yeah, see that—that's another thing too. They're expensive sticks, uh, so to get younger people to spend that kind of money, um, and you know, not everyone has, you know, a job paying six figures. You know what I mean? Or, you know, so they can't afford to spend that much money every day on a cigar if they're smoking multiple cigars a day. Um, and then plus, too, it's like you got to make sure you eat because of the nicotine you know, that's in it. If yeah. you don't eat, you'll just kill yourself from it. And Yeah, get- so
1: we gravitate towards the cigars that you can just pick up. You just pick up the cigar and you smoke it. You, know? you exactly. don't have to worry about those things.
2: Yeah, so. exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I almost grabbed a Padron out of my humidor and I forgot.
0: Because <laughs> I, I was in the same mood. I was like, I haven't had a Padron in a while. I might grab one this out of the humidor. And then I just forgot. What are you smoking, Jabe?
3: I'm glad you asked. I'm smoking a... Uh, can I get Broadleaf, actually? It's really, Diamond by La Laura. So. Really,
0: let me guess—you got that last night too.
3: Yeah, same <laughs> thing. I didn't know the price before I picked it up. So.
1: That that one's what twenty.
3: I think they're all twenty-one, twenty-five. Oh, okay. They're pretty good.
1: Yeah, all the ones that come in like those little tubos, you know, those are all really good. I like whatever, whatever one comes in that green tubo. I, I really, I really like that one from La La Ora. I think yeah. is that the
0: emerald or is that the uh, ruby? Actually, which color is that? I have no idea.
3: Oh, it's black. So it's the
0: Diamond. Oh, okay. That's the one I haven't had. I had the ruby, the emerald. That's the green one.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I might have had the blue one, too. I'm assuming the sapphire. That was to guess. Um, but so, I, anyway, to answer the first question that you asked about 20 minutes ago, <laughs> I, I, think, I think the lounge is beautiful. I Circle do. back to it. Yeah, I think the lounge is beautiful. Um, it's more, like, modern, classy, as opposed to, like, most of the other Coronas besides Tampa. It's, like, more of a... Cuban, old-fashioned style, you know, level of class, so to say.
2: Yeah, so, uh, I mean, you know, we've been going to Corona. Corona was our first place to smoke cigars, you know, so we've seen this growth of Corona, which I think is fantastic. And um, going from Heathrow, which is, yeah, like you said, a very traditional Cuban-style uh, lounge, um, seeing what they did with Tampa and then seeing how the aspects from the one in Tampa to this one in Sarasota, I think they did a great job making it, you know, almost like the, that new modern simplistic feel that's like popular right now, but still putting in, you know, uh, the wood, the warmth of a cigar lounge, to, you know, for you could just walk in comfortably, sit down, talk, you know, almost like a home. You know, sometimes you see houses that are, you know, they don't feel like a home. It looks like a hospital. It's too white, you know, yeah. but they did a good job mixing that new modern style with the old school um like plus you always feel home cigar around people smoking cigars right? well of course yeah yeah, yeah. part yeah yeah part of feeling at home is just the people you're around That's i will it. say
0: i will say too um a lot of newer cigar lounges i feel like they try to go for the more modern feel but kind of like you said they don't quite hit it it's not homey it's like strictly too, it's like too modern for a cigar lounge, if that makes sense. A cigar lounge, you still want to feel like, like you said, the wood is like a big aspect of it or like the dark leather, but some places are going a little too modern with it and that's kind of like a turnoff in a way, at least for me. I know everyone's got their preference, but that's what I think.
1: Yeah, I I agree. You know, and you look around here, you you look at all the lighting, it's all this warm yellow lighting, you know, it's not this bright white fluorescence, you know, lighting everything up and, You know, just a little bit more, you know, a little darker, you know, a little, a little more homey. Yeah. Yeah. Well, apparently
2: it's still a little bit too bright because you got your glasses on. Uh, But we'll work on that. We'll work on that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's my, it's my thing. I know, I know, I know. Yeah.
2: It was was funny funny when, uh, at the grand opening, when I saw you, I'm like, I'm pretty sure that was Kevin. And then, uh. Uh, you can't miss
1: them with yeah.
2: the Well, I know. Well, I didn't see the glasses. That was the problem. I kinda of, you were walking away. <laughs> so then so then you, you looked, looked the over, glass. and I saw the glasses. I'm like, oh hell yeah, I'm gonna go say hi. <laughs> but yeah, I, I shot saw you text and then I saw something. you right before you could answer. But no, yeah, it was the grand opening here was fantastic too. I mean, you know, we were both here and turnout was great. Uh mm-hmm. Mayor was here, Jeff was here, of course. Uh, and everyone seemed to love it. There was I don't think there was one complaint from Anyone that I saw, you know, or even that you saw. You know. Yeah, yeah.
1: The mayor had said for a, a grand opening of, of any business here in Sarasota, the turnout was bigger than, like I said, any grand opening he's been to yet. You know, so for any business, not just our business. So it was fantastic.
2: Yeah, it was. I, I wish I was there. Zach, just by coincidence. I, yeah, yeah, I, I just happened. happened to be here. Uh, my cousin, it was his girlfriend's birthday. So we got a hotel over here and I'm like, oh, you know what? corona just opened up let me see you know when the grand opening is and it was that weekend so i'm like thank god um but yeah no it was it was fantastic turnout you know i wasn't cool enough to come up here yet but uh you were yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> well my wife is the manager here so, yeah, 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 yeah yeah so it, it definitely that it helps. definitely helps yeah you yeah, definitely,
2: definitely you definitely yeah. got a little <laughs> bit more pull than me yeah um but yeah. Yeah, yeah it was just sheer luck i happened to be here and i'm like i'm, I'm walking to the ribbon cutting I actually i left well, my, my girlfriend back at the hotel and I'm like, hey, I'll be right back. She's like, where are you going? I'm like, oh, I'll just step outside for a few minutes. Five-minute walk. <laughs> yeah, walk okay. down here and I videotaped. I videotaped the whole thing. The mayor came dressed in press. Jeff came dressed in press. You know, Jeff had his glasses too. You guys are you know, not matching glasses, but you know,
1: yeah, looking like a G up in here.
2: Well,
0: I will say uh, as far as cigar media goes, I think uh, Kevin is the number one sunglasses guy. Uh, that I've seen personally. I know there's a few others out there, but yeah, there's,
1: there's a there's a there's a few, there's a few of them out there.
0: But I think uh, it's iconic for Kevin. That's my personal opinion. It's probably the right opinion. I think he's the guy to do it. You know,
1: and, and they're literally on my face all the time. Like I mean, at least twice a week, I'm in the shower, and then they're on my head. You know, like, oh, I've probably crap, seen you know, I I've
0: probably seen like one picture or video.
1: Yeah, where you're the, not wearing the, them, they're the, the few, few, and far between. There's I thought you were gonna
0: say you've seen them in the shower. I was yeah. about to get worried. Yeah, not <laughs> not gonna admit that on camera.
2: But anyway. so, basically, so basically, the glasses never come off, even in the shower.
1: Yeah, ne- never. So, never. So yeah. so it's real really
2: question hard. here: How about many sets of those, of those glasses sets. do you have?
1: Twenty maybe. So I buy them by the case, a case of twelve, and then uh, they're like, if I buy them by the case, I think they cost me like a dollar twenty-five. You know, for the pink ones. So and then I have I have clear ones at work, you know, some of the mechanic that I wear, and yeah, I just like I've always worn the, just always worn the pink ones. Is it just is just it, just it just the,
2: the Snap-on truck? Is that the one that keeps selling you them? And now you you know you're stuck so buying them. Is that what it is? No,
1: no, no. <laughs> yeah, these are actually their safety glasses. They're actually OSHA approved safety glasses. Oh, the- and I started wearing this style years ago, and I used to ride a motorcycle all the time. This is the only pair that had thin enough arms
0: to fit my motorcycle helmet yeah you know, well i mean so. zach you know having driven a 2012 ram for a majority of your life you should know 2014 okay sorry 2014 like you should know that you know trucks like that can break down at any moment you need your safety gear ready to go so you can pull over
2: on the road and fix that machine listen listen here that's why that's why god made me blind so i had safety glasses all the time you know how many times these glasses
1: have protected me I don't think they're OSHA
2: approved. but
3: uh. So as a mechanic, do you find yourself smoking cigars during the day as well?
1: No, I'm not. I'm not the type of guy that smokes cigars and does stuff, you know, like uh, I'm not, you know, like if I'm working in my garage, like assembling my bleed tools or something. There's a cigar in my mouth. It's a very simple process. But if I'm woodworking or doing metal fabrication or, you know, working on whatever, you know, I don't have a cigar in my mouth, you know, it's because like, you're always putting it down. It's always going out. After you light it the eighth time, it's sour. And, we might
0: get some you know, sawdust in your lungs, yeah, too. Yeah, you get some
1: sawdust in there. So, yeah, I'm just, uh yeah, I'm usually kicked back on my computer or something, you know, then I'm smoking a cigar.
2: Yeah, I, I found too that, you know, if you're doing something that, like, you got to do, you know, you're working on something um, and then you're trying you to smoke, smoke a, cigar a cigar at the same time, whenever yeah, you finish, you want to relax, you're right. like, well, I don't, I don't want to smoke a cigar anymore because right. that one caused me so much trouble because I had yeah. to keep rel- relighting it. I had to keep, and, and it's, it's, it's no, no one's, one's fault except for your, your own, you know, cause you have to keep standing down, like you said. Um, so then it kind of ruins the experience for the rest of the day. Cause you're like, I don't even want to touch a cigar right now. Cause it's gonna no, suck. no, I
1: just, I just light another one up. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and then another one. And another That's one. fair. Yeah.
0: That's well, fair. I know too, like, um, you know, a lot of people, they have, um, you know, lawnmower sticks, yard guards, whatever you want to call them. Me personally, I don't like smoking a cigar while I'm like doing any type of manual labor. That's just me personally. I feel like, I'd rather just sit down and relax and enjoy the cigar instead of like mow the lawn and smoke a cigar. Me important. personally, it's hot.
1: It's that all, too, it's, yeah. It's, it's sweaty. You know, you're you know, you're touching the cigar. It's getting the moisture from your hands, the moisture from the air. And it, I think too, it, it never it, never burns right
0: for me when it's hot outside. The cigar doesn't taste as good. No, it, it, like if I'm at the beach, it, a lot of the times it doesn't taste good. Or even like if it's 100 degrees out and we're sitting outside Corona, it just does not taste as good. But when it's cold outside,
2: that's like the best time to smoke. We're oh, approaching yeah. that time too. I know we are approaching that time very quickly. Like uh, we used to take a trip every year to, you know, just a cabin, all our friends, and that's my favorite time to smoke. When it's cold outside, it's kind of snowing Sit, out. Sitting around
1: a campfire, maybe. Yeah. Smoking. Oh, those are the best. You can have the, a two-dollar cigar. That would be the best cigar you smoked Ex- all day. With exactly. your Friends around a campfire, just telling stories and.
2: And you know, yeah, the smell in the air from you know the cigar
1: and just like the pine and all the wood. Yeah.
2: Oh my God, it's fantastic. You can't beat it. Drinking some whiskey or some you know some warm what apple cider. You know.
1: Speaking of that, what's what's everybody drinking tonight? What are you guys uh, drinking?
0: So I, uh, Zach, and myself were drinking Basil Hayden toast, which is one of our favorites. Basil Hayden's like a go-to for us because a lot of bars have it now. Uh, the toast is definitely much better in my opinion. And Heathrow has been out of toast for a while, but it's a very limited uh, blend, I believe.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah. it um, all got allocated to Sarasota, so. I guess so. <laughs> what are you drinking, Jared? Oh, water. I'm anyway. drinking straight vodka,
1: actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a giant glass of vodka. What do you got? Uh, my, my go-to Bacardian diet. There you I've go. i drinking it for... With a lime? Tw- 20 years, yeah, with a lime. Yeah, if I'm, if I'm smoking a new cigar, I never, I never have the lime. That'll really mess with your. Palette. That makes sense. But, yeah, for the sure. Cigar that you know smoked before always with a line.
3: If you smoke it once and go back to it, then add the yeah. line slowly back in.
1: Yeah, yeah. If you know if you're trying to get the nuances of a cigar, you definitely don't want a lime or you know anything like that. You know, or
0: like if you're your reviewing palette. cigars, because I know too, you have your own cigar review list that you do every year, correct? Yeah. Yeah, so I imagine. yeah, it's,
1: I don't, I don't know if uh, if we're gonna do one this year or not. I don't know, you know. It's I haven't smoked any new cigars this year. You know, like like this one, the the, the Army of Angels Connecticut is mm-hmm. probably one of the new ones.
3: Smoked um, the Vesa, you
1: know, um, <laughs> yeah, the Vesa. Yeah. I like <laughs> said it's. I, I used to hunt those, you know, cigars. You guys, were you guys the same like years ago? You yeah, got into for sure. like every new cigar that came out. You begged, borrowed, it, you yeah, know, yeah, lied.
0: It did kind of die tra- down to
1: try and get that
0: because too, I think when we first started smoking cigars and going to Corona regularly. That was during a period of time where literally every week we would go in and we could be like, what's new? Yeah. And there would be something new. But like since COVID, I think it kind of slowed down. So where we started walking in and be like, what's new? They're like, uh, we haven't had anything new in like three weeks. And then it turned into months. And then we're like, okay. So now we just kind of wait till we see like some mainstream thing come out. And we're like, okay, there's something new we could try. Well, yeah. if
1: you haven't smoked it before, it's new to you. So there is a, right. there is a humidor downstairs full of brand new cigars.
2: That is true. That is true. You're not wrong.
1: Yeah. But yeah,
2: during that time period, I kind of love that time period because, you know, we all want to smoke the new stuff. And they were holding it for us because they knew we'd come in at the end of the night and everyone would buy it in the morning. So yeah, they would hold stuff and be like, hey, what do you got new? And they're like, oh, yeah, we saved some sticks for you. You know, we would try them out. And, you know, of course, some were great, some weren't. But just the experience of like, what'd you think of it? I smoked it this morning. What'd you think of it? Uh, it was cool just to get the conversation going. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I kind of missed that actually. Yeah, yeah we, I haven't we, thought about that in a little while.
1: I, I spent COVID just revisiting cigars. You know, like yeah. cause I said because I had a knee injury, so I was also down for nine months at home with a knee injury, and so I just spent that whole time just revisiting all these old cigars. And you know, you smoke them like, oh my god, I haven't had this in like two years. Why did I stop smoking this? Yeah, and it always goes, oh, there's new stuff coming out. So you start revisiting all these old cigars, and man, it was great.
2: Yeah. This, oh, go ahead. Uh, during
3: those nine months, we you able to spend a lot more time on the podcast and stuff like that. More content.
1: Um, we I did a lot of content because like I said, you know, whatever, you know, from my office, taking pictures with my with my foot up on a on a Home Depot bucket, you know, and then a bunch of just short videos and, um, you know, stuff for TikTok and Instagram and not not a lot of reviews or unboxings or anything, but just random.
0: Videos. I will say, you're definitely one of the guys that I've noticed that like. It, post multiple times a day and then like we talked about on the last podcast i mean you have the system down where you post a a live or your show that's going to like five different platforms so i mean you're everywhere
1: pretty much you know you you gotta you gotta stay relevant you know you gotta gotta, people have to know your name and then once they know your name they'll actually start looking for you online and Mm -hmm. that's when they find you on you know whatever social media platform Mm and It's just – it's a full-time job. People people think, oh, you just sit around smoke like you guys sit around smoking cigars and yeah. you know talking on a camera. That's so easy. You know, I was like, try it.
2: Yeah, yeah, just exactly. Try, try, try it.
1: Try it. Yeah, just do it, you know. Get a couple advertisers, a couple sponsors, and then now you got to throw that in the mix and make sure you're always posting every now and then one of their cigars. Mm-hmm. And it's, yeah. it's a full-time job.
0: Well, that's like, too, we got um, United Cigars to um – you know, we did a little collaboration with them and we told them, you know, we want you on the podcast. We want to do this. And they were gracious enough. They sent us like 45, 50 cigars, something like that. And I was like, all right, we need to post like two to three pictures and videos of each cigar they sent us. Like, make sure we do a good job because you know, the last thing you want to do as a brand is like send out cigars to some influencer or whatever. And then like, you might see one picture and it's like, okay cool i sent you like five ten twenty cigars and
1: that gets gets other brands you know noticing you when you're you know taking really good photos or or posting really good videos other brands like oh hey that's a great photo i'd love to get my cigar in his his mouth their mouth you know and that's how that's how brand deals you know starts how we started you know jessica and i you know before drew estate came aboard you know we you know we started off with our own, own little company and we spent an entire year just smoking cigars and posting on social media. We didn't get any free cigars, ask for any free cigars. We just bought cigars and posted pictures. And you know, then people, you know, they start noticing.
2: Yeah, because yeah, I think, go ahead. I was going to say, that's kind of, you know, what we did too. We just kind of started making TikTok videos, uh, smoking cigars, smoking what we liked, um, and then we would, of course, try a little bit of new stuff. Anytime someone wrote a comment, you know, it was always just one person They're like, oh, did, have you ever tried this? No, we haven't. Let's go try it out. And, you know, of course, of course. thank God Corona always had it. Anytime someone recommended something, Corona had it. Um, and then, yeah, scheduling too. it got hectic. Like you said, it's a full time job. I mean, we we start meeting, you know, every Wednesday. Then Wednesdays turn in every Monday and Wednesday and then weekends, too. And then we all had to work our schedules together uh it was a madhouse but i mean we love it now 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 they're in the motion of things it's
1: it gets it, a little easier it gets
2: easier you know yeah it, it gets it, easier but, but it's the definitely bigger not easy
1: the heart then it turns then the harder it, it starts to get you know people try and get so many brand deals you know and then it, it's tough you know i mean we probably got i don't know eight or ten partners you know and it's we're maxed out you know we, we turn to turn down a lot of stuff it's like yeah. Like the money's good or whatever, but I, I can't, you know, I'm not going to do something if I can't do it, you know, fully. You know, I'm not just going to take your cigars or take your money and half ass it. Yeah, but exactly. I'd rather right. do just, you know, Downstairs
3: when you're talking about you're like booked like the rest of the whole year.
1: Yeah. Yeah. For our, for our show. Yeah. I think we got two shows left in December, you know, and that's, that's it. Yeah. We usually stay a couple of months you know, book, booked out mm-hmm. all, all the time. You know, it's, yeah. um, we always get people reaching out, kind of, you know, you so we to be on your show, and then you know, at least a couple times a week from like a boutique cigar company or a new cigar company. And then, you know, it's, you know luckily we're, we're booked out because, so, you know, sometimes it's like, you just created your company last week. Yeah, you <laughs> what feel are, bad. Yeah. I know. What, what are we going to talk about, you know? And um, so, so we, you know, we're trying to have that mix of boutique and name brands, you know, because not everybody wants to know everything about a boutique cigar company, but, you know, Pete Johnson comes on Osaka everybody wants to watch of course you know, watch i that. noticed too
0: whenever Sokka's on a show it's like that episode will get a lot of views oh it's People uh yeah he,
1: he's within i think he's got two videos in our top five mm-hmm. you know um you know views you know, it's always Sokka's always a big draw
0: yeah i know for us too i know this like it, it started getting really busy where we would be booked like for the month or booked for two months then I had to make, like, a schedule for us. I'm like, okay, this person's this day. Three weeks from now, we have this person. So then we were, like, kind of, like, sitting back and relaxing. And then that end of that month would come up. We'd be like, oh, shoot, we got to, like, see if, if we could find, fit anyone else in the schedule. You know, worst case scenario, there's four of us. we just sit
2: around and talk about whatever. Yeah, September, September was awful. Oh, I mean, because yeah. I had a lot of travel to do for work and for weddings and personal stuff. And then, plus, Alex finally sent out an actual list of, like, <laughs> You know our schedule, and I'm like, he. That was the first time he's ever sent out a full list like that, and I'm like, oh shoot, now it's serious. You know, <laughs> now we really gotta, you know, schedule our time correctly. So there was, there was, like, I flew back in this morning just so I could come here. I, I changed my flight this morning. I flew from Seattle just to come here in time. You know, just so we could schedule everything correctly. But uh, thank God it's been working out. You know, it's been, it's been coming together.
3: Yeah, there's like also a unique thing where depending on what topic we talk about or dates we mention or things that's going on in the world, we have to kinda of pick what we choose to post because we only post once a week. But if we film four within a week, we kinda of, kinda of have a backlog of what to post, you know.
1: Oh yeah.
2: Yeah, we'll yeah, we'll start talking about something that just happened this morning, you know, and then it won't get posted until four weeks later and we're like, Oh shoot, now that's not even relevant. People forgot about that already.
1: Oh yeah, I the same thing when I used to do cigar reviews, you know, I'd always have 20 or 30 in in the in the can just done and then i would you know i'd always try and make it a point like don't talk about what day it is like yeah. oh it's easter and then someone listen like 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 kevin it's like saint patrick's Day, that's what i started know? doing or whatever. Yeah. it's just like i'm like oh i'd be like oh uh, the debate
0: was last night and i'm like by the way when you're seeing this it's going to be two weeks ago so yeah. don't, don't make yeah. fun of me
1: that, that, that's it
2: yes and I, not, now we just say like days oh on monday you know, Tuesday. This way, when it comes yeah. out on Saturday, we're like, hey, "Oh, it was last Monday."
1: Yeah, that's why I like just doing the one show a week. You mm-hmm. know, and that's and that's it. You know, doing like podcast podcasting, like you guys, like real podcasting. You know, like, that's that's tough because you're always you got to always be recording, editing, getting in the, in the can, ready to go. And
3: your shows are always Monday.
1: Yeah, always Monday night, seven thirty. Right. Every every now and then, we'll have one, um, um you know, on a random day.
3: Yeah. I remember we
0: tuned into one
3: yeah we were
0: actually so we were live yes. streaming on a Monday and for whatever reason uh Zach was on the laptop and he's like oh Kevin's live right now let's go <laughs> like, let's yeah, well, go check it
2: out so <laughs> I started <laughs> I started <laughs> commenting a little bit I'm like okay. yeah I agree I agree <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> funny I don't know who was on that live I remember I, oh it was him and
0: Jess and then um care I believe I think it was just you three talking oh just about yeah
1: it. so yeah so we had one of our guests uh, um, uh, got his days mixed up or something mm-hmm. so that rarely happens, you know. Yeah. Maybe once or twice a year.
0: We had um, actually when we did it with um, Oliver from United Cigars, he emailed me the day before. He's like, "Hey, are we still on?" And I'm like, looking at my schedule. I'm like, I, making sure I told him the right day. I'm like, "Oh, hey, I, I think we did it for you know tomorrow." And he's like, oh, "Okay, my bad, dude. Like, yeah, I'm good for tomorrow." But I was like, for a second, there, I was like, "No way, I messed this up." I, I it wasn't was, my uh, fault.
1: Yeah, I, I had uh, I was getting ready to start a show. It was like five minutes before the show started, and I had Henderson Ventura send me a message. Hey, I'm still waiting on the link, and I'm like, oh my god, I double booked for tonight, and that yeah, was no the worst. first time that ever. And he, so he was so gracious. You know, he's like, yeah. we'll we'll get we'll get re-bugs. So That's like, another uh,
0: reason why I made the official list, the official schedule, because I'm like, okay, I can look at it too and be like, make sure that doesn't happen. Because uh, in September, I mean, we had fortunately i was good at remembering what we had going on but we had like one wednesday one thursday then the following week one wednesday one thursday and i was like we got to slow it down like because then it then you get into a real big backlog and i don't want to do an episode with like howie g for example and have to tell him like hey this will be up in like three weeks you know i wanted to be like all right let's bring it back so we can do like a week out.' you know i don't want to have it sitting there for too long.
1: You guys ever get a uh, guess at the time, the time zone difference, you know, that messes with them? No. no so
2: not yet. yeah, Yeah, we, we haven't had a time zone difference yeah. yet.
1: We but. had one uh, last week with uh, Tony Barrios from uh, Stallone, Stallone, Cigars. Okay, So he, he chimed in. So he's, he came in like a half hour late and then he's like, yeah, you know, just want to get the audio. I, I chimed in earlier, Tony, we've been live for half an hour, <laughs> you know, and I go, it, it's Eastern time. And he's like, Oh my God. I, you know, he thought he's out in Texas. For those and, times
3: you've uh, double booked, have you ever thought about like spacing out the live, like bringing in one hour for one guest, another hour for another guest, like a late night show?
1: No, because uh, I I don't wing my shows. I'm not, you know, like like my co-host care. Like you know, if a guest doesn't show up, he's my go-to cause he can wing it. He can come up uh, come up with a topic and we can just talk. That's not me. So I mean, it takes me about eight hours to prepare for a show. You know. Um, So it's a lot of detailed notes I'll have 10, 11, 12 pages of notes for a show. You know, so it's, so yeah.
0: I'd say that's one thing that's definitely helped us is, I mean, Zach, myself, and even Mark's been getting better at it. We're very good at like winging it on the spot if we need to. And we've done enough of these two where we have the questions in our mind because for the first few times we'd have guests on, we'd have the questions written down and, um, it was funny actually. I'm gonna call Mark out, but he really messed up one question. We were talking to Oliver. Yeah, from that was United. bad. Yeah. <laughs> I remember
2: that. That was that was funny though. People loved it. Yeah. He was <laughs> so the question
0: was like, um, is there was there an experience that you had in the cigar industry that made you realize like, oh shoot, this is what I want to do, like for the rest of my life, like this is my passion. And he basically got to ask the question. He goes, Yeah, did you ever have uh, an experience with United Cigars? Uh and he's like looking down and I chime in. I'm like, I think what he meant to say was, I yeah. <laughs> said the question. But so I was like, I think we should actually stop using the written questions because you rely on them too much. So yeah. it's kind of like get the basic questions down. And then before you know it, it's been an hour. You know, we oh, talked yeah. about everything.
1: Yeah. You know, and I, and I, like, and I have so many So many things I want to personally know about the guests and I, you know, I can never remember. Right. So I I just have tons of, tons of questions. Yeah.
0: Depending on who it is, we'll have maybe like the five main questions we want to ask written down just in case. But I'll make it a point to be like, hey, let's not read these. But like, we'll start with this one, talk. And then if it starts to slow down, go to the next one. You know, make sure we hit everything. Because, yeah, sometimes it's like we got to make sure we hit everything, especially if it's a specific brand. They have a certain story we want to talk about.
1: Yeah, exactly. And then finding those little those little moments to talk about, you know, you know, uh, you know. Cause I, I do. I mean, thorough research. I mean, it is just crazy that some of the dumb stuff I can find. Well, we know no, that. Yeah, on- I, was, I, <laughs> I was.
2: Yeah, I was actually going to bring that up. I was. You know, I mean, props to you. You're very, very organized when it comes to your lives. I mean, I won't talk about too much if you don't want to. But you know, the live you did during the grand opening for Sarasota. Um, I was watching it on the drive here. And, uh, the night before. yeah, the night before. Yeah. And I was watching on the drive here and I mean, you, you had driving. questions ready. You had, you know, you, you had comebacks ready questions, everything ready. And I'm like, I'm like, wow, this is fantastic. Yeah.
1: I'll write a question and then I'll write several of my responses in case, you know, thinking, you know, just guessing what that guest is going to say. And then I'll have a response. And, uh, I don't know, just the way, you know, when, when I did the, uh, the STFU reveal uh, show with Steve Saka, On that, you know, Steve reached out to me. He's like, "Hey, do you want to do the host the reveal?" You know, and I'm like, "Yeah, I'll I'll do it for you." He's like, "All right, so just write something out and then send it over to me." So I wrote out a script for like an hour, like what he was supposed to say, what I was supposed to say, everything else. And he he, he sends an email back. Damn! I usually just wing it. I go, (laughs) "It's not me, Steve. I, I don't. I don't. I had his responses of what he was supposed to say." So just curious, we 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 had
3: a uh, go ahead. Just curious, like what was before we met for the first podcast? Like, did we have a script too, or? Well, this is our show, so I don't. Yeah, think no, no. When <laughs> I'm, I'm like, on,
1: yeah, when I'm on somebody else, yeah, no, I don't okay. have. Uh, I love that, you know, when I'm on someone else, I don't got to do anything. Oh, yeah, that's that's <laughs> great. That's that's awesome. Just gotta yeah, sit, sit
2: back, back and talk. talk. That's it. Yeah. Well, that's like we had um, the
0: great cigar and pipe show come on oh, our yeah. podcast and halfway through they turn it around and started asking us questions like i don't mean to take over i'm like no it's fine like go ahead
1: I, yeah. I i had a real problem with that at the beginning and jessica i would go on someone else's show and i would take over the show but she i mean especially if they weren't super structured yeah you know it's like all right i gotta, I gotta whip this thing into shape right here and then i would just take over the show and She's like, you gotta stop doing that. Like, they need to do better. You know? So, yeah,
2: even um, we flew up to Jersey and we did a, a collaboration with JR Cigars. Um, and we were on their podcast and we did, you know, just some TikTok videos, some shorts and stuff. But uh, that was like, to me, that was the first time where Alex sent us a script and we're like, he's like, hey, this is what we're gonna do. And I'm like, oh, uh, okay. Yeah, we've never really had a script before. Um, but sure, yeah. But it wasn't for the podcast, it was, you know, mainly for the, TikTok yeah, videos yeah, yeah. and stuff, yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I remember reading it and I'm like, I'm like, like, I, like I like the, the idea, idea, but usually we just say it yeah. out loud and then we wing it when we get there. Uh, yeah, but you know, they were very structured. Yeah,
0: because for me, it's like I'll be sitting at the lounge with Mark, and they'll be like, "Oh, I have an idea for a video." We'll talk about it for five minutes, and they'll be like, "All right, let's go. Let's go to the humidor real quick and like film yeah, a that, video." Yeah, that's
1: why a lot of my TikToks, uh, shorts, uh, and, uh, YouTube reels, you know, all that. It's it's usually just just wing it. You know, I don't have. Something happens when I and I hit record on a camera, like Jessica says, she, she can see it in my face. I just turn into a different person, and you know, and then I'll nail something. And she's like, "How did you do that?" I'm like, I don't have a fucking clue. Because I know yeah. too.
0: Like, um, I started catching like your uh, tobacco tips, yeah. And um, it'd be like you know, sometimes like a eight minute video or a twelve minute video. And I know that like I I just kind of knew like this wasn't a scripted video. Like no, this no, was something that you-
1: I, I have an idea of what I'm going to talk like like that week's tip you know on brakes or transmissions so I know what I'm gonna talk about and then I just turn the video on and shoot it for 10 minutes and, and that, that's it
2: but people love that I mean mm-hmm. people love when they're able to look at your videos and know that hey this is just coming from you you know a lot of stuff when you have it scripted out and you're trying to remember it doesn't come out clean doesn't come out good um, and people see that on these shorts and everything um, especially
1: when they're trying to sell you something
2: exactly yeah yeah so it's 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 good that you know like you're able to do it. it's good that we're able to do it just come up with something right now you know and then hey let's go downstairs let's let's just shoot this quick tiktok you know people love it and then it, it becomes a hit some of our biggest videos are just stuff that we just we winged it you know to be honest with you but we thought it was funny so we thought our fans would think it's funny and they did mm-hmm. but
0: yeah i think too um Especially when you're doing a podcast about, let's say cigars, for example, if I'm talking about a specific cigar, if it sounds scripted, like you said, it sounds like you're selling. But if you're talking about it because you enjoy it, then people resonate with it and they're like, okay, I trust your opinion because you, if you like the cigar, I know you, I know that you're recommending something you actually like and not something that you're just trying to plug. So, I think that helps resonate with your viewers. Yeah, well. there,
1: there are too many shows out there like that. And then, you know, that it, it, it's just, it's always a sales pitch. And you just get that. And it's just like, man, it's, I mean, can, can you believe this person? You know? or, or the shows that, that I love that, that they'll have the guest on. And it's week after week. And it's always, that's their favorite cigar. Oh my God, this is our favorite cigar. We mm-hmm. smoke it all the time. It's the best thing out there. I'm like, that's what you said last week. And <laughs> the week before that, how can every. Every every cigar be your yeah. favorite yeah. cigar. Stop fucking lying to me, all right? Well,
3: that's like, in all fairness, like the Pagano 1964 and the 26. I mean, I I, I would say that. You know. yeah. yeah, yeah, but, but yeah, but, but you yeah. always say that, so that's the thing. That's a, thing. Oh, that's a yeah, difference, the you know. Instead of, uh, yeah, you know, so, you don't yeah. you don't
2: come out and you're like, oh, this is my favorite cigar, and then next week. You know, you're smoking a uh, Liga Bravada, you know, and you're like, this
1: is my favorite cigar. You uh, know, yeah. oh, okay. well, well, it's usually when, when they have that manufacturer on those shows, Yeah. you know, so it'll be someone from Padrone, or be someone from Stallone or Drew Estate, yeah. And then it's just every week. It's the same thing. Oh, my God. This is the best thing. And
3: the link's there. in the bio
0: or the <laughs> yeah, description. Yeah, I mean, well,
1: yeah, that's
0: it. Because I think for us, too, um, if we don't like a cigar, we won't
1: talk about it.
0: Because we're not really ones to get on here and like talk a lot of trash. We do. I'll well, admit it. We acids. do talk trash. Yeah, we talk yeah, trash. We talk, yeah, we
2: talk trash for about acids, sure. But, that's but it. like,
0: you know, if like, if someone sent us a cigar or if someone like was like, hey, talk about my cigar or whatever, if I don't enjoy the cigar, I'm not going to talk about it. Cause I don't want to get on here and be like, listen, we're going to talk about the cigar and it's bad and this and that. Like, I'm just going to stick to the stuff I like, you know?
2: But and I mean, there's been times too where, you know, three out of four of us don't like a cigar. And yeah. then one of us is like, you know, I kind of enjoyed it. And so then that person will talk about it, you know, yeah. Oh, Hey, yeah. we got this free cigar from so-and-so uh, I just smoked it for first time right now. I love it. Construction's good. You know, this, is, these are the flavor profiles, whatever. But I mean, yeah, that's about it. We never uh, get crazy in depth about it because we come to realize people really don't want to see that, you know, they don't want, they don't want you to have a 20 minute session of your podcast or of your video of just talking about one single cigar on how fantastic it is and different profiles and stuff like that. Because to be honest with you, I mean, eighty percent of cigar smokers they probably can't pick out the flavors that you're gonna get because they just have different flavor profile. They have different uh, taste buds in you. They yeah. have different palates, you know. So it's they're not gonna be getting the same notes as you, you know. So we kind of just like to give a a light review of it.
1: Yeah, um, you know, and uh, um. Uh Charlie Manada halfway. I love Charlie. Charlie's a good friend. Um, he's ruined it for uh, a, a lot of people, you know. With his, he, Charlie has an amazing palate. Like when he gets all that, Charlie really gets all of that stuff. He is, you know, he is just a unique person who's got a great palate. But he's a, he's the unicorn. You know, nobody gets that. Yeah. You know, you know, people are always saying, "Oh, no, I don't get all of these flavors like so and so." You know, and they're like, "Well, unless you're Charlie, that person's not getting it either." You know, that person's lying to I gonna say it? They're lying to you most of the time. You know, they're getting this, this and this, you know, and I know manufacturers that say, you know, they'll get maybe three things out of a cigar, four on a good day. That's about it.
2: Yeah, exactly. I I mean, you know, I don't don't know how much if you like wine at all, but yeah, if you have like a a sommelier trying to explain all these profiles of this wine and where it was grown and this is why you get the flavor because of this, this and that. It's like, you know, I I like like wine, but I'm not going to be able to pick up those notes. You know, it's just, it's impossible. You know, you've trained for how many years to get that, you know, certification, let's say. Um, I'm not going to pick that up. I'm yeah, sorry. It tastes great. It it really how does. But. How many
1: cigar manufacturers, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll be explaining your story. Maybe you'll meet them at an event or something. It's like, yeah, I use uh, uh, the Viso from Jalapa and like this and that. And I'm like, that doesn't mean anything to me. Like, I've been doing this long. I don't know what that means. You know, I know what it means, but it's like, that's that doesn't. That's not telling me anything about your cigar. Like you're
0: not ready. You're not like, oh, okay. So I can expect to taste this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you're so, to yeah, be totally off guard. Yeah,
1: yeah exactly. So if You bake me a chocolate cake and you tell me, you know, the, the six ingredients. I'm kind of gonna want. I'm, I'm gonna know what it's gonna taste like. Yeah, chocolate. You cake. do that. Yeah, I, you do that with a cigar. It's so like all this. Like I don't know. What that means.
0: Well, that's too like. I mean, yeah. kind of like what you were saying with wine. Like when we first started smoking cigars, we know it's good. But we couldn't tell you, like, oh, it tastes, I taste the cedar, I taste the cocoa, all that. We're just like, oh, this is really good. Then, then years down the road, you start picking up the flavor profile more and you start picking up the notes. And then you're yeah. like, oh, I do taste this note and this note. So, I mean, the same with wine. Like, I know wine's good, but I'm not going to sit there and be like, mmm.
1: Yeah, yeah <laughs> Jessica's got a great palate. Every now and then I'll, I'll be, you know, I'll have a cigar and, and there's like a note that I just can't get. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, and it's bothering me. So I'll go get Jessica. Nine times out of ten, she nails it. Oh, yeah, some people are. You're, you're, you're getting cinnamon, or you're getting whatever. And yeah. I'm like, that is what. You some know. people
0: are naturally better at it too. Cause yeah. Even like my girlfriend, she probably smoked like ten cigars ever, but she would be like, "Oh, I taste like uh, cinnamon toast crunch, and like this and this." And I'm like, "Oh, okay, yeah." And then I try and be like, "I kind of see where you're
2: coming from." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah and it, I thought it was so funny when she first started like trying cigars and smoking them. Um, yeah, she would say, like, random stuff like that. Oh, yeah, it tastes like cinnamon toast crunch. tastes like you black know, fruit loops corn, or black yeah. peppercorn or, you know, whatever. And she would just name random stuff that no one describes a cigar with. And then you taste it and you're like, wow, okay, yeah, I see where you're coming from. That's not the right, you know, terminology, I guess, you could use, you know. like I mean, some- I guess it is because if that's what she tastes, that's what but she that's tastes. So, so yeah. some,
1: sometimes it's just telling a story about a cigar and, like, what it, you know, what it tastes like, you know, like – the cigar tastes like, and then you'll give a story that you remember growing up as a kid. And, you know, like my buddy Aaron, you know, uh, he has grandfather or whatever was a, a leather worker. So, you know, he's like, when I am smoking a cigar, I just reminds me of being at my grandfather's leather shop and mm-hmm. he smells and whatever, you know, the cigar doesn't taste like leather, but he would tell you a story of, you know, of what that cigar reminded him of. And,
2: yeah. You know, and I've, I've, I've definitely smoked cigars, cigars where I'm that. like, I'm like, like, you know what? what? You're like, yeah, Oh, yeah, how's it taste? taste? it reminds me of Christmas. Like, I don't know how to describe that, but it, it, that's just what it reminds me of. You know, I don't know why, I don't know, maybe the temperature outside, maybe everything just came together and it reminded me of Christmas. And it, to be honest with you, it's probably, I could be like, it tastes like pine, you know, it reminds yeah. me of a pine tree, you know, but I always just say Christmas cause that's, you know, I don't know. That's the easiest thing. That's the first thing that came to mind. Yeah. What now? Yeah. Flavor profiles. Say that you could get in depth with it. We actually got called out. Well, Alex got called out once. It's kind of funny. Every cigar we were tasting, Alex would be like, Yeah, it tastes like cedar. It tastes like hazelnut. Hey, listen, and it does. You're not you're not wrong, you know. But we had uh, someone, they always come to our lives. I forgot who it was, but he's like, Alex, you always say that. You always say cedar. You always say hazelnut. It was like, Yeah, but that's what it tastes like. What do you I mean, you know, it's hazelnut because it's smooth, right? It's cedar it's aging in a cedar room in a cedar box and you know it's surrounded cigar lounges are surrounded by cedar so it's like of course course. you're going to get a little bit of yeah i mean cedar
1: um cocoa coffee are your three biggest notes you're going to get exactly from from a cigar you know i get cocoa on everything jessica rarely gets cocoa but she'll get a hazelnut you know which for which it's it's probably this we're tasting the same thing but for her it's just a little bit a little bit different
0: exactly because i mean with stuff like this it's like people are like, oh, I don't get it. What do you mean you taste cocoa? It doesn't taste like chocolate. Like, no, it's not literally going to taste like a chocolate cake. But a certain part of it will hit your brain, and you'll be like, oh, cocoa, or Christmas, pine, whatever. Yeah, I
1: get cocoa puffs, you know, as my cereal of a of on the cigar, you know. And every now I get one, and I'm like, oh my god, this tastes just like cocoa puffs, you know. It's,
2: and then you it's, smoke three more.
1: Yes. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: that's kind of like too um, when you listen to certain songs, it reminds you of like. A certain time in your oh life oh my
1: god it's just like i'll be you know i'll transport you back to high school right. it's a nostalgia thing yeah You're like oh my god it's just you know that's that's uh
2: i mean clearly i'll talk about cigars but that was one thing uh when i used to delivery drive right i loved it because people would open up their doors to their house and you know everyone's house smells different you know they all got different scents they plug into the wall or they use different products to clean and like there's always this one customer's house i delivered to him every week and every time they open like the door reminded me of like an ele- my elementary school classroom. And I'm like, Oh my God, like I'm taking back. Like I, I, I miss those days. I didn't have anything to worry about, you know, no bills on nothing, <laughs> but, uh, it, you know, our bodies, our brains, you know, they come to recognize these scents, these, uh, tastes, these flavors, you know, that's what, in my opinion, that's what it is. It's a nostalgia thing, and it's it great really to bring you back. You it know? is.
1: Uh, I remember when um, uh, I got all the uh, hunted down all the Drew Estate pipe tobaccos when they made pipe, pipe tobaccos sealed tins, and I, I collected all the Drew Estate Suge pipes, and so I did a series of reviews on all of the pipe uh, tobaccos, and I got one. It was one of the last ones, and uh, and and I and you could see me getting really emotional on on camera, and I, and I you know and I did that. Uh, uh, shed a tear or two because as soon as i, I lit it up and it was the reno pipes of that room note that's what you're looking for and it instantly transformed me back to the last time i'm seeing my grandfather alive He was a pipe smoker and that was the, the smell you know I, I couldn't have been more than seven or eight years old and it was like it hit me instantly and it hit me hard you know and it was just that smell and it was my grandfather and it was amazing
0: yeah, my mom is convinced that the reason I smoke cigars is because her step grandfather always smoked cigars, and I was like, like a year or two old when I was like around him before he died. So she's like, "That's why you smoke cigars because like it subconsciously like reminds you of that." I'm like, "I, I don't even remember that, but sure, if that's what you want to think, go for it." That's when <laughs> Alex had his first cigar. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah, yeah. Cool story, mom. Yeah,
0: yeah. not it. Yeah, mom watches all my episodes, yeah. but she actually it's funny. She she goes, I-, I like that guy you had on with the big beard." Uh, he's funny. And he goes, I know he's very detail oriented. I meant to say this earlier, actually. He's very detail oriented because he made a comment about the thing falling off your wall. <laughs> oh, yeah, <that> was, <laughs>
2: yeah, you were the first person to say that. And I thought that was so funny. And then, literally, a week ago, two weeks ago, I'm like, Alex, you really got to fix that. <laughs> yeah.
1: I don't. Did I, did I bring up the Pete Johnson thing on your show with the light bulb? Coming? Yeah, the light bulb. Yeah, you yeah, made so him yeah. change it, yeah. Yeah. So I, I just chatted with Pete about that recently. You know, like did you, get that, you get that fucking light bulb change because he's gonna be on my show soon. I'm like, I don't want to be having that light bulb in the background. You're it to bother the shit out of me. Yeah, I, I swear to God, if that, that light bulb just, isn't fixed, I'm leaving. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. So I guess we'll fix that, you know, for next time. But I don't think you see. It. I know that. I think you were talking about was it on the ceiling that you saw the thing that was falling off?
2: No, it was like the frame. It was over the electrical panel, I think. Yeah, yeah, it was something that okay. was covered.
1: Like, like a, something didn't look right. Yeah. You know, it was. Just, I was trying to
2: figure
0: it out because he was yeah. he was only looking at me when he was on the live, so I was trying yeah. to figure out what it was. That's I always know. on camera. Yeah, we got to fix that. Yeah, it sure.
1: was just something that was just a little different. You know, it's like mm, I, don't, I don't like that. I was gonna put a picture <laughs> of you and <laughs> just be like, you know, I <laughs> fix this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, man.
0: but So, okay. Final thoughts on the cigars we're smoking. Um, tell me about the...
1: Can we ask one last question? Oh, go ahead. What's everybody wearing tonight? We all got fancy watches on.
0: I don't have a fancy watch. I have a Daniel Wellington. You yeah, know what? <laughs> it's a Daniel Wellington. It's like oh. a... I think it's like a $200 watch, but... Oh, okay. It's not my... It's not the uh, Rolex tonight.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Left that one what, what, what are you wearing? Oh, G-Shock.
2: G-Shock, nice. Yeah. Solid, solid choice. Uh, I, myself... Or you want to talk about your watch first, or me? Uh, I'm a Rolex, like like Day Date.
3: There
2: we go. 40 millimeter diamond. That's the second one. I just want to point that out. (laughs) He lost his first one. Yeah. Oh god. Actually, it was stolen. It it was stolen. (laughs) Everybody knows.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. but it's not your fault, so. Uh,
2: I buy myself. I'm wearing uh, a Breitling Bentley Motors Edition. My father actually gave me this watch uh, when I graduated from UCF. So it's my graduation gift. Oh, right on. Um, but yeah, so he got yeah. it engraved on the back with my initials and then my graduation date. And he said the only reason he did that so I don't sell it. Uh- <laughs>
1: now, now, does anybody use their watch to tell time?
2: Yes, yes actually, how do I, I, you? Yes. I just did. Yeah, I was, I was looking to see how long we've
0: been going for. So I,
1: I will spend two minutes getting my phone out of my pocket.
0: <laughs> so to most of to the time,
1: check, to check the time versus just doing this real quick. I'll, I'll tell, tell you what.
2: what. I, I check, check my, my phone. phone. All the time, except my phone's over there, exactly. so I can't check my phone. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was gonna say, if my phone's not like readily accessible, like I can't click it, then I'll look at the watch.
1: More. Oh, okay. So
0: I will admit I do use it sometimes. No, oh, right on. But I do want to talk about the. Uh, so I haven't had the Connecticut Army of Angels yet. So tell me how that is.
1: Absolutely fantastic cigar. Um, it's a, it's. Uh, I don't know if you ever had the Army of Angels, the uh, the regular one. Yeah, yeah. It's just like that. Except just a little bit smoother, you can still taste that that FSG, you know, tobacco in it. It's just still got that little bit of grittiness, but it's still a Connecticut, so it's still kind of a lighter cigar. But it's still, it's got some oomph. Yeah, yeah I've it, been told
0: that light. it's still full body. It, it's
1: it's still it's a full body Connecticut. Yeah. It, there's nothing light, you know, light about it. It's lighter than the, the regular Army of Angels, but it's still a full bodied cigar.
0: Yeah, because I mean, the wrapper. I, I do believe the wrapper does make quite a bit of difference when it comes to how you experience the body. Cause yeah. I know that it's not truly, the, the wrapper doesn't truly affect the body to that much of an extent, but when you're experiencing it yourself, you can tell, okay, it's much smoother because it's a Connecticut wrap versus that Maduro wrapper, which has a lot of more rich, spicier flavors on the cigar. Cause I, I'll tell you what, I had that army of angels cigar. And at the end I was like, I was feeling it for sure. I was. Yeah,
2: I mean, we predominantly smoke, you know, Medium to full body cigars, um, like now. Yeah. I mean, we went from lighter cigars to just straight full body almost all the time now.
1: I think that's um, what I think that's what everybody. That's what you progress to. Yeah,
2: I, yeah. I think it's just a normal progression. And then I remember we did a video once. Uh, someone wanted to see us rate like light to medium body cigars, and we're like, you "Good over there." <laughs> um, just and, thinking about the Army of Angels, and then yeah, and then Alex texts me. He's like, "Hey, get a list of three cigars. You know, light cigars." And I'm like. I can't think of any. Like, I have to go. Let me go to Corona and let me, like, let me look at the humidor. Let me see what they have because we haven't smoked, you know, light cigars in such a long time. We got so used to full well, body.
1: But your light to, some, to yourself, you know, could be a heavy to someone, you know, to another. So how do you do that?
0: Yeah. I will tell you this, too. Like, um, the base of the cigar, for example, it's a light body cigar. You've had it. Yeah. And some people, you know, they might be new to cigars or whatever, but they'll be like, Dude, your cigar is so strong. I'm like, no, it's not. They're like, no, dude, it's like full body for sure. I'm like, okay. You know, I I, I believe that you think that. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, like, it, it's different for everyone. Uh, some people say that they'll only smoke the base in the morning. Some people will say that that's the cigar they finish with. So it's different for everyone.
1: Yeah, the order in which you smoke is always different, too. Yeah. And
3: plus, like, uh, depending on how new the person is to cigars, when they say it's super strong, are they accidentally inhaling too much or retrohaling to a point where, like, they're taking it all in. So a light cigar would hit them much faster than mm. if they didn't inhale. Whereas like I, I, I smoke Maduros all the time, but it doesn't really hit me at all because I never inhale. So yeah.
0: And that's a good point. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I, I mean, I think it's just different levels of, you know, how used to how used to cigars they are. You know, um, you have if you have someone that smokes cigars three times a day or, you know, even like five times a week, let's just say um, the base will be a light cigar to him, you know, but then you have someone that when he smokes once every two weeks or once yeah. a month or whatever, then they'll smoke the base and be like, like, Oh yeah, this is, it's too peppery. Cause you get pepper notes in the beginning, especially. And that's really, I think what it's not football. body cigar, they just taste that pepper and they're like, Oh my God. Yeah. this is too strong, but it's not really the strength of it. It's just the flavor that they're getting from it.
0: Yeah. I feel like too, like your cigars, the trash panda cigars, um, to me, is it, so is it a full body cigar? Is it
1: medium to full? Yeah, it really does T- to me. To you. neither one of are. right? You know, they're they're they're, they're just medium.
3: Yeah, because you know, to cigars. me, they're,
1: other people will say, you know, these are really strong. And yeah. I'm like, I don't know. I, I That's actually, what I figured because two hundred of them. I, I don't know. Yeah, you know? for
0: me, they're medium too. Like I think yeah. they're medium, but yeah. like th- th- I could kind of tell, like smoking. I'm like, okay, I feel like this is a full body. This would be considered a full body cigar.
1: I, I think to some people that they yeah, are you know, for they're sure. definitely considered full body cigars.
0: Very unique cigar too. The laces out.
1: Yeah, that Dominican broadleaf. It's you know it's kinda like the FSG. People have been real hit and miss on that Dominican broadleaf. Some people I like loved it. it. I loved it. Some people like it. Some people doesn't don't like it. And it's just like it's only the second cigar ever produced with Dominican broadleaf. So I, I mean I don't I don't know. You know, it's, it's just definitely a unique flavor. So yeah.
3: I thought you said you're the first to do that.
1: Technically I was the first. And then James at Sinistro, his tenth uh, anniversary, his launched first.
2: Yeah, now, now you pissed him off. So yes. right, yeah. yeah, we, we have so, the
1: official record. So you my, didn't my, make it first. mine was the first. I oh, know they made his first. They aged his longer. So mine was the first imported in the U.S. Dominican broadly. So I have that. That means yes. something. His his made it to market first because we had to push it. He had to get his out. Mm. You know, because I I couldn't tell anybody I had it. And then he come out and so, you know so so we held on to ours for a little bit longer.
2: Yeah, that's one thing. You know. It's hard for us to keep stuff in, stuff that we're working on. We're like, yeah. we don't want to talk about it too early because then they, people get excited. Then they forget about it. And then
1: they forget about yeah. it. Yeah. And then
2: you're like, hey, this finally came out. And they're like, oh, yeah. Uh, no, nah, I'm good. And
1: I'm like, god damn it. Yeah, I'm smoking the
2: laces out. <laughs> yeah.
1: But yeah, yeah, I hear you. It's like, yeah, I've moved on to something else. I'm tired of waiting for you and your cigar.
0: Exactly. That's a good point because, too, like, for instance, the La Aurora, the 120th that came out, I found about it. I found out about it like yesterday. So I was like, oh, cool. There's an event today. I'm going to go try it. If I found out about it, like at PCA, I'd probably be like, oh, okay, whatever. Yeah,
1: like whatever. Yeah. Not going to smoke it. I'll try it eventually. but Yeah. You know,
0: yeah. It's new in my head, so I'm going to go get it now. But
3: how'd you like um, the La Aurora that you have? This one is okay. Um, but the, 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 the two I smoked last night were way better, Yeah, I would say.
0: Yeah, the 120th?
3: Yes. Yeah. And I had something, uh, someone gave me a free Laura right before the event came. That was pretty decent too. Yeah. No, they make good stuff for sure. Yeah. yeah. So I think, uh, we're about that time. We're going to wrap it up here.
0: So I want to say real quick, thank you to Corona for letting us do a podcast here in the brand new Sarasota cigar lounge, the el Timo cigar lounge. So if you're in the area, definitely come check this place out. It's a very nice place. You might see Kevin over here hanging out. Who knows? But thank you, Kevin, for being on here with us, oh, you're hanging welcome. out with us. Thank you guys, of course, for coming with me. Thank you, Zach, for driving. I really appreciate that. Yeah, no problem. That's uh, I'm the designated driver for everywhere. <laughs> Pretty much. DDD, designated drunk driver. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but <laughs> No, seriously. Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of the Cigar Guys podcast. Be sure to subscribe and hit the notification bell so you can stay updated when we upload new episodes. Go to our links down below. All our social media is on there. A bunch of great short content for you to review. And we'll see you next
2: time. You want, you want to shout out your uh, discount code for Corona? Again? Oh yeah,
1: I think it's Cigar Prop Ten. Yeah, I think it's Cigar Prop Ten.
2: Well, make, make it, earlier you said CP Ten.
0: We'll put it. I in,
1: think CP Fifteen was for a competitor. We'll put we'll put, uh,
3: we'll, we'll put <laughs>
0: it we in the uh, well.
2: Okay. Well, make sure to go check out Cigar Prop. Yeah. Uh, his discount code is going to be on there. We'll put links down on bio. Um, great stuff. Make sure you go watch us live on Mondays. Uh, unless we're doing a live, then you know, no. <laughs> no, yeah, go check them out. Just great stuff. Uh, thank you again for joining us. Oh, you're welcome. Thanks for See you guys us. later. Have a good one, guys. Thank you.